huge, huge, huge football game tonight. Now, the Jags have been there before. I mean, not not before with, with the Jaguar franchise per se, but Lawrence and Etienne have had games like this. Well, it's still college, but they've played in the biggest game possible in college. Uh, Henry is going to come to play. Maybe he's going to have to run for 300 yards. You got Dobbs as quarterback, his second straight start. He didn't look great in his first start. They kind of stunk it up. Yeah, they, they didn't. They didn't. I'm, I'm trying to see. Wait, who the hell is? Who did the Titans play? Titans schedule. Yeah, he played the the third. I remember Titans schedule. They're playing the Jags, but they played. Yeah, the Cowboys, which the Cowboys didn't look great either. But Dobbs, I thought, well, you know, he had more yardage than Willis, so they're they're they're, they're throwing all they're throwing it all in on Dobbs. Henry's gonna have a good game. He hasn't been playing great the last couple games. He's been injured a lot. He's had good games. He's had bad games. I'm just going to look up Derrick Henry. But Henry's going to get the ball a lot today, and it's going to be a home crowd. It's on ABC today, so you got the Chiefs at the Raiders. That's the early game, and the night game is Titans at the – okay, so I'm wrong. He has three straight games with 100 yards. So I'm – 14-29, 13 touchdowns for Derrick Henry. He hasn't played. He missed the last game, but the three previous games, he's 100 yards. He had a couple shitty games in a row, but on the season, he has one, two, three, four, five. He had five straight, one at 200 yards, 219 against the against Houston, and he so he has eight games this year. Eight of his 16 games this season have been 100-yard games this year, one at 200-yard games. So he kept, he constantly gets the job done. He is, yeah, unbelievable. He's approaching 10,000 yards for his career. Derrick Henry is a beast. We'll see what happens. I, I, I'll tell you, I, I like the Jags. I think it's going to be a 2017. That's what I, I'm, I'm going to go 2017, the Jags tonight. Uh, Raiders, I mean, KC, that's a whole thing. Okay, so the game had to be canceled. Hamlin was hurt. Hamlin got the breathing tube out. He goes, who won? They said he won at the game of life. He also said... Uh, you know, he, he did speak to the team. You know, he's rooting for them. I just read an article about Dennis Bird, where the game after he was paralyzed, you know, they told him, you know, what, you know, teammate was saying, get up. He goes, I can't. I broke my neck. He was paralyzed from the neck down except for his right bicep. And players, you know, it really affected them. They said watching Hamlin go down brought back memories of that game. They actually came back. They they were 3-9 going into the Bills next week, interestingly, interest, interestingly enough. And one in Buffalo, 24-17, dedicated the game to Bird, who they finished that season 4-12. and 12, And Leon Hess, the owner, said that they were going to take care of the family. He ended up walking again. They got killed in a car accident a couple years ago. Uh, he, he was big on his faith. I remember, I remember Bird spoke at my college graduation from FDU in 93. I remember that. Yeah, the next year. was in, So this was 92, right? Was that, was that when Bird got? Yeah, 92. Jesus, it's like crazy. Yeah, and he spoke at my graduation the next year. Yeah, I remember that. At at um, well, back then it was Continental Arena, but you know, and we'll see how they come back from this. The NFL is basically Cincinnati was playing for number one seed in that game, and they the game was canceled, which it never happened before, which it did. And I I, I remember what it uh, Zach Taylor said that McDermott said I I need to be with I need to be with uh, Demar. And he did the right thing. They canceled the game that had to happen. I don't think they could keep playing. I thought that was a smart move. But the, the bylaws are that, the, you know, if a game is canceled, whatever, they go by winning percentage. Well, they're not doing that this year. There's, you know, NFL competition committee, you know, just does stupid shit, dumb shit. It should be the highest winning percentage, which means if the Bengals lose to the Ravens tomorrow, who are going to be have Tyler Huntley as the quarterback, they're going to do a coin flip for who hosts a coin flip to see who hosts the game. After playing a season, it comes down to a coin flip. And that if if it comes down to it, they could have the AFC Championship game at a neutral, which is unfair to the t to the fans and the teams that, you know, I mean, it's not a Super Bowl. And they said it could be a one-off. But are you kidding me? That's the whole point of the season is the fans get it. You know, you want home field, home court advantage for your games. And I agree. That's It just doesn't make sense to me. But the NFL always does stuff that you're like – you know, perplexes you. And I really haven't heard a lot from Goodell during all this, which I, I'm kind of a little stunned. I haven't really, it's like he's, here's the guy who's always in front with everything. And in this, he's been kind of quiet. Uh, I saw Sauce Gardner wants to get a Hamlin jersey to wear for Sunday for the Jets. 
the, yeah, the Jets. So Mike White basically played with five broken ribs last week against Seattle, which he had a terrible game. And he's done for the year. So the, Joe Flacco is starting tomorrow against the Dolphins. Against Skylar Thompson, the rookie out of Kansas State. You know who the backup is now? Because of the broken pinky of um, Teddy Bridgewater. Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon, who was terrible, atrocious for the Giants last year, is now a backup. He's probably going to be active on the practice squad. He will be the backup quarterback for the Dolphins. So you have the Dolphins who need help. The Dolphins have to... Dolphins' only way of getting in the playoffs is, I think the Dolphins... Well, they have to win, and I want to make Dolphins playoffs. Yeah, Dolphins playoff chances. Okay, so the Dolphins... The Dolphins... Have a 41. How the Dolphins make the playoffs through week 17? Okay. As you pick the winners, the table. Yeah, okay. That doesn't really help me. Yeah, that does not help me. I, I just wanted a specific. What needs to happen for Dolphins? To make the playoffs, the Dolphins need to beat the Jets and they need the Bills to beat the Patriots. So that could happen. But they have to win and then they have to get help. Meanwhile, the Cowboys, to win the division, have to beat Washington. And the, and the Giants have to beat the Eagles. The problem is the Giants are sitting Barkley. They're sitting Daniel Jones. They might sit Andrew Thomas, the offensive tackle. And they might sit, sit Dexter Lawrence. And Leonard Williams is out, could, is injured. He could be out. And and what is, it, what is it? Aziz Oljari also is injured. He won't play. So it looks... Uh, Jalen Hurts is probable. But I haven't heard if he's definitely going to play... And Terod Taylor will be starting quarterback. Jones on the season, 3,200, over 3,200 yards, 15 touchdowns, five interceptions, which is and another 708, seven touchdowns on the ground. Also career-high, 67.2% completion percentage. Barkley, he didn't make the Pro Bowl, but Barkley did 1,312 yards, 10 touchdowns. And I was going to do this whole thing. I read an article back in 76. They were, they were the number one seed. They clinched everything two weeks before the season ended. They'd have to play. The Raiders had to play Cincinnati. On a Monday Night Football game, if the Bengals won, they would avoid the Steelers, who they lost to the last three playoff appearances, three three straight playoff appearances. They would um, they would not get the Steelers out of the playoffs, and they would get the Bengals. and And Matta was very adamant about you know com- competing, always competing, even when you have something that it was important for the players to play and not sit on their asses. And he ended up playing them, and they ended up beating the Steelers in the AFC Championship game, and then beating the. Vikings in the Super Bowl, 32-14. And I did see an interesting thing about before Ahmad Rashad, he was Bobby Moore. He went to he went to visit Notre Dame and Oregon was the last two schools. He went to Notre Dame, it was snowing. And Gail Sayers actually called his house to try to get him to go to Kansas. And his friends were on his porch and they were like, Gail Sayers are calling. And his mom goes, a, a woman's calling you named Gail, Gail Sayers. And he's a, he like jumped up. His mom didn't know who it was. He had a very good career at Oregon. Then he went pro- and he ended up playing on a bunch of who was he drafted by? I do remember he was picked up in '76 by the by the by the Seahawks for their expansion year. And the coach brought him to the office and said, "I got good news about us. What's the bad news? You've been traded, and you've been traded to the Vikings." He goes, "Well, he, he couldn't. Wait. He ran out the door, and something happened with his physical, and he was going to play with Fran Tarkenton, and he." They said he had a pass his physical, and he was he was getting his bags to pack. And Tarkenton said, if he didn't, you know, if he if he didn't fix this, he was quitting the team. They ended up going to the Super Bowl. They lost to the Raiders that year, and he had the miracle at the Met, where Tommy Kramer threw that bomb against Cleveland. They had to win to make the playoffs. He caught a ball in the end zone. He made four Pro Bowls, and he said when he retired, he got like offers from everyone. I forgot he did inside uh, NBA, inside NBA, what the NBA stuff, whatever it was called, sixteen years. He got. He just recently got into the uh, Ring of Honor for the Vikings. He was a hell of a player. You know, I'm upset that the marriage. Didn't, I, I remember when he proposed to uh, Felicia Rashad, and I heard their divorce now, which bothers me. And his daughter's on billions, but you know, and he has the he had the longest catch. Not he had a 98 yard catch to 98 yards that got stopped at the one yard line. That didn't go for a touchdown. I didn't know that. I thought that was kind of interesting. I saw that yesterday on um, what was it? This NFL show I watch. That was on <coughs> Fox. Yeah, I watched some of that. The UNC's up at the half on on Notre Dame, so they're ten and five, two and two in the ACC. But 
you know this is this is what's crazy about the about the um oh yeah so let me let me yeah let, let me finish my thoughts but madden didn't believe sitting players 76 they won the super bowl and when the 2007 season last game of the season coughlin played everybody against the undefeated pats and they lost 38 35 and Madden actually called him and congratulated him that he played everybody and he played hard and he didn't like give up on the season, which I really res- he really respected. And Coughlin played it for the team. Now they ended up beating the Pats in the Super Bowl, and that ended them at you know no nineteen and zero that season. They finished eighteen and zero, but the greatest team that could have been that never was. And he, I remembered he he really respected him. And Brady, it's big. They're playing the Falcons. He doesn't. He wants to go nine and eight because he's never finished a losing record. And they're saying Leftwich could be gone because they've only last year they had fifty six touchdowns. This year they only have twenty nine, and they're down on everything. And they think Leftwich is going to be gone. Last year he was supposed to go to the Jags. He didn't go. They took Peterson, which I think was a better, better, better move on their part. And we'll see what happens with Leftwich at the end of the season. But they could get the Cowboys in the first game. We'll see how that goes going forward. It should be interesting. Yeah, so UNC was up 13 at the half on Notre Dame. They lost to Kansas after leading 16 at the half. Biggest comeback in title game history. That still destroys me. Preseason number one, 10th time in school history. That was an AP poll record. Four straight losses fell out of top 25 this year. Six preseason number one to go unranked since 61-62. And first preseason number one team with five losses before New Year's, before the New Year, New Year's last, last 40 seasons. Yeah. Well, they're up. They're playing Notre Dame's eight and seven, zero oh and four in the big, in the ACC. I almost said Big East. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not happy about the coin flip. I think that's bullshit. I can't believe Joe Flacco started. I I just think they should really start. I really think they should start uh, Zach Wilson. I mean, I feel like what what's the, what's the what, who cares anymore? I mean, I mean, I just feel like you know what, the season's over. You know, I know you keep saying about, you know, you're, you're sticking with him. He's guaranteed $9.3 million in the next two years. Wilson, he's under contract. You're not going to get rid of him. I said, what the hell's going to happen? I, I, I'm just perplexed by it. Joe Flacco brings nothing to the table. I mean, Joe Flacco's done. Joe Flacco was done a long Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. For Isles lost last night. They're one and, th- one and three road trip. And they come back for a home game. Yeah, I talked about the Giants. The Jets, oh, good, good God, yeah. TCU, Georgia, everybody's taking Georgia. Uh, TCU, what? They have nothing to lose. Sunny Dykes, I mean, they have uh, Duggan, nothing to lose. I mean, go, go for it. You know, hey, we'll see what happens. You got Rangers, Devils today in 35 minutes. Rangers are 22, 12, and six on a three-game winning streak. They're seven, two, and one their last ten against the Devils. 24, 12, and three. Remember, the Devils had uh, like five losses. They're three. Three six and one the last time they they lost the last game. So, Devils at fifty one points, Rangers at fifty. They're both behind Carolina. Yeah, Rangers ended what what they they had seventeen game seventeen they didn't lost a game seventeen straight points eleven straight wins earlier this week. They beat the Canadians the other night four one. And now I I know the NHL one player from each team, but I feel like Drysaddle might get in, but. I know they had to take um, Connor McDavid, but Dreisaitl, I mean, they have the two best players in the goddamn game, basically. Two of the best players in the league. I know you don't want someone from every team, but come on. And I did see last night that, yeah, my Trevor Zegers, I do have a, I do have a, I do, I do love Trevor Zegers. He had a goal last night, but they were losing. They were losing, so I want the, uh, the Ducks lost. Ooh, Ducks won in overtime, 5-4. And... Zegris got his 11th. I'm trying to see. Zegris got his 11th. 11th goal. All right, Zegris, getting it done. Trevor Zegris. I do. So, Zegris on the season, I'm trying to see what his stats are. One goal, three shots, 11 goals, 19 assists, 30 points. You know, hey. Playing all right this year. He's only tw- he's twenty one years old. He's twenty one. He's not going to be twenty two till we'll be twenty two in in uh in March. I mean, good God, it's amazing. You see, so young, and now he's like playing. It's it's it, it blows my mind. It really does. It blows my mind. Yeah, crazy, right? And I saw that they restructured. They restructured uh, 
Michael Thomas, who was under contract in 2024, restructured. That gave him, I guess they gave $900,000 to restructure his contract. He'll be with the team next year, but for a significant change in salary. There was a big thing after uh, Hamlin got injured. He's got two years, $1.6 million left, and that the, the, these guys should have guaranteed contracts because they said, you know, these guys are playing. It's such a dangerous game. I know they have big, they have huge rosters. But there's something to be said for a league that's bringing in 12 to $15 billion a season that, you know, it's always about money. You know, I mean, God forbid the profit margin, but, you know, I, I don't I don't think that's wrong. I mean, that's not a lot of money for these guys to put their bodies on the line like that. And they, they called for more of, you know, guaranteed contract. I don't know if that's going to happen. We'll see what happens. And Zebra Rhodes got cut by, uh, released by the Bills. Now the Cowboys are going to bring him on to the practice squad. So have him for the playoffs, which... Can't hurt the Cowboys. That's a good thing. And and Missouri signed Missouri signed the Fresno State offensive coordinator to uh, a new contract. They brought him over from Fresno State, and it's Kellen Moore's brother, Kirby Moore. And this I found fascinating. So he's going to make about. First of all, they had to pay, they had to buy him out from Fresno State for over eighty one thousand dollars. And he's getting like $850,000 a season. But there's not going to be any buyout if he goes to the NFL or if he gets a you know a, a job somewhere else. So he won't have to pay anything to Missouri. Also, if the coach gets fired. But listen to this stuff. Incentives. He gets $10,000 for academic achievement. Potential incentives. $25,000 for winning division and making SEC title game. $50,000 for winning SEC title. For winning an, a non-SEC bowl, the Birmingham Gasparilla, 15000 The Citrus Group of Six Bowl, 20000 New York Six, 30000 College Football Playoff Semifinal, 50 Also for final, oh, final is 60 National Title, 75000 This is for the offensive coordinator. 5000 for every win over nine. 5000 for top 10, 25 ranking. 5000 for being Broyles Award Finals. That's for best assistant coach. And 10000 for winning. Broyles Award. That's a lot of that's a lot of shekels, folks. I mean, think about it. If he makes, if they go, and now I'm not saying they will, but th think about it. They make the SEC title game. They win the SEC. That's seventy five thousand. Let's just say they go crazy this year. They they make the semifinals. That's another hundred and twenty five thousand. They they win it. They make the final. That's another hundred eighty five thousand. They win it. You're over two forty, and then he wins. Bro I mean, you're talking about talking about over a quarter of a million dollars this all the stuff that these guys make a shitload of money man lakers have won four in a row looking for the fifth win in a row but they're going to play the kings tonight they beat the hawks last night they are playing the kings tonight and they didn't have lebron last night and tony pollard needs 12 yards to break a, a thousand yards i hope he'll do it he'll do it nets won Last night, 108-102 over the Pelicans. 33 for Durant. He'll pass Dominique Wilkins on the all-time scoring list with his first basket in Miami on Sunday. Yeah. Let's just keep getting it done. The Islanders lost 1-3 in the road trip. Five-game homestand starts Tuesday against the Dallas Stars. Not playing well right now. Yeah. Crazy. That speaker of the house thing went on forever, huh? And the Hawks are 5 and 10 since Trey Young wore King of Broadway shoes and blowout loss to the Knicks. They're just, players today are just different. How about this? Since 2009, Alabama has had more offensive tackles drafted first round than the entire ACC or Big 12. The entire ACC or Big 12 since 2009. That's, thank you, Josh Pate. That's amazing. And Jared Verse will return to the Seminoles. They are going to be damn good. He was a projected first round pick. You know what? Ari's girlfriend said that they could win the national championship. I'll tell you, guys are coming back. Norville got them playing great. They they got that tenth win. They won the bowl game against Oklahoma. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. What did Charlotte score fifty one in the first quarter? Beat the Bucks by twenty nine last night. Some guy put that that was the most points scored in a quarter ever. Back in seventy two, the Brave Buffalo Braves scored fifty eight in a quarter. That's the most ever in a point in a quarter. You know, I like when people put, put stupid shit up. Julius Randle had 19 in the first quarter, 32 for the game. They beat the Raptors last night. Yeah, Buffalo Braves at Boston scored 58. That's the most points ever in a game. 51 in the first quarter, a franchise record against the Bucks, and they won by 29. 
That's pretty impressive, right? Yeah, it seems like it seems like Kawhi Leonard misses every every game. Yeah, yeah, and I I, I, I had some stats on the that I think I think um, Geno Smith can make three point five million in incentives. They make the playoffs. He gets a million. Now Seattle needs help to get in the playoffs. The Seahawks. Yes, the Seahawks have to win. Seahawks. Seahawks playoffs. I think they have to. Okay. Yeah, okay. But in order to Seahawks win in the final game, and then the Packers need to lose the Lions. But, and he gets a million dollars if they make the playoffs, too, which is unbelievable. That's a lot of, you know. I mean, it could happen. I mean, that's a thing, too. I, and the Lions aren't going to make it, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, and I, I love that um, Julio Rodriguez, he gave back to Loma de Cabrera, Dominican Republic, with donations of ambulance to deliver toys to kids. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. People put some funny shit up, I'll tell you that much. So they both won. Wait, who is this? talking about guys who could be replaced it's, it's too early to be talking about all season right now i'm just like let's get through the regular season and we'll go from there and the knicks have this nba second best biggest differential between the record versus losing teams 14 and 5 and winning teams 7 and 13 the only team better than them is the clippers are 5 and 13 versus 500 plus teams and 16 and 5 against against mine uh under 500 teams so their third charlotte is 3 and 22 against 500 teams and 7 and 7 against under 500 and the Lakers are 7 and 16 against 500 teams and 10 and 5 against teams under 500 and then how about this Brooklyn is 10 and 10 against 500 teams but but 15 and 3 against under 500 you got to win you got to win the got to beat the crappy teams I thought that, that thank you New York basketball for that San Antonio Spurs within 5000 tickets of breaking NBA attendance record at Alamo Dome January 13th they need uh, closing in on on attendance record of full Alamo Dome capacity Alamo Dome Capacity of sixty-five thousand. Wow, eight thousand away. Away, from there. they said they they were now within five thousand of breaking the all-time NBA record, and eight thousand from reaching the sixty-five thousand Friday, February thirteenth. They said it would. They are inching closer to the current all-time record set at the Georgia Open '93 in a contest between the Bulls and the Hawks. The first, another historic twist. The first ever NBA game played in the Alamo Dome was between the Spurs and Warriors on November fifth. 1993. So, who are they playing in that game? Yeah, uh, Spurs, February, Spurs schedule. They're playing Spurs. Spurs, February. That's all I'm going to see. February 13th. I thought it was February 13th. They're playing against the... That's wrong. Wait, what, what, what day is this game? Is this January 13th? Oh, man, I'm, I'm screwing up my days. January 13th. Oh, my God. So the game is January 13th. Yeah, they're going to play at the Alamo Dome, and that's going to be against Golden State. That's pretty cool. They're going to set a record. 65,000 for a basketball game. That's nuts. I mean, some of the seats are going to be absolutely atrocious, but still very cool, in my opinion, to have that big a group of people coming to the games. So Travis Kelsey has four touchdown catches in first meeting of the Raiders this season. Most TD catches for one player versus opponent this season. Randy Moss had six against the Bills in that Super Bowl season in 2007. Rice had six against the Falcons in 1990. Charlie Frazier had six for Houston against the Broncos in 66. And Sonny Randall had six for St. Louis versus Washington. How about that? Seven for Randy Moss against the Bills in one season alone. That's crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of weird people out there. That's all I got to say. Thank you for that. And Carlos Alcarez out of the Australian Open with an injured right leg. Got hurt through a chance on natural movement in training. So the Grand Slam tournament begins January 16th in Melbourne Park. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. I, so I got my shingles and I got my booster. And today I'm feeling better. Man, I, I didn't slept like shit again last night. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, ugh. Yeah, and Alcarez won the U.S. Open last September, but I, I, I got it done on Thursday. I, I, I have felt like shit for two days now. I haven't done shit. I'm sitting on my ass. Yeah. 
Yeah, so. And we got my, Michigan and I bought Bear his own, we bought a Bear blanket, Bear all over it with Bear in the middle. My, my mother loves it. It's awesome. Alcaraz won the U.S. Open last September, but that's, hey, we'll see Djokovic is playing. We'll see what happens on that front. Skylar Thompson is starting. Two is in percussion, per, uh, concussion protocol. They're still talking about maybe um, the Dolphins going after uh, Brady. I don't know what's going to happen. Brady, Brady's going to, is he going to stay with the Bucks? Who knows what's going to happen? And he said Florida, he's closer to his kids in Florida and New York. I'm like, really? That, 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 so you're going you're gonna to dump Tua because of his injury problems and bring in Tom Brady. Well, he does have great wide receivers. I guess we'll see what happens on that front. And Kyle Shanahan says, Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, and Debo Samuel have been cleared to play Sunday versus the Panthers. That's going to that's, that's gonna get crazy. And how about this? So they sent home Clowney because Clowney, Clowney uh, I forget what he, he said something about, Clowney's a boy. He got sent home from practice basically saying there's a 95% chance he'll be back next year or something. So they sent him from, home from practice. And Miles Garrett said, we just want volunteers, not hostages. That whole team is Browns is just a shit show, just a shit show. Yeah, it, it, it's a mess. Yeah, NFL scored forty-five of the top fifty sporting events all year in two thousand twenty-two, which doesn't shock me at all. Skip Bayless, you know what? He's he's just a putz. I know, I, I didn't think the tweet was that bad. I thought at the end, you know, saying how they're gonna with the game and everything, but Skip Bayless just talks out of his ass way too much. He's 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 a fucking moron. And they said the college football playoff title game are selling it for six figures. I mean, hey, you know, yeah, Michigan's friends were going to the game and they are not going well because Michigan is out. And now uh, Harbaugh says he's staying. Iguodala made a season, will make a season debut today against the Magic. He was actually on Abbott Elementary, which was pretty funny. Yeah, Hamlin said, love you boys to his teammates. I thought that was great. Tatum would love Kemba Walker back. He got waved by the Mavericks. So he'd like him back in a Celtics uniform. I guess we'll see how that does. Yeah, we saw, I saw the jerseys for the dogs for the SEC championship game. They'll be wearing their classic red. It sounds like Correa now. There's frustration that a deal could get done, but seriously questioning if Correa, I don't know what Boris is doing. I don't think, uh, I, Scott Boris, I, don't, I really don't think there's a lot of teams out there that want him right now. I don't know what kind of deal you're going to get, but I kind of feel like this is like dragging out. Bauer is was waived. Uh, was given his release by the Dodgers. They have seven days to trade him, but they don't think the market's going to be that great. They're going to have to pay $22.5 million of his salary, and the team that picks him up is only going to be in uh, in trouble for, is only going to be on the hook for about $750,000. And I said, what, I said, Alenka, what about him for the Yankees? And he said he's a head case. And I said something to him. I said, you can compare him to, who, who was I saying? Like, he's, yeah. We, 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 we were going on and on about the playoff scenario, but I was saying, would well, you want Trevor Bauer? And, he, yeah, he said, uh, well, yeah, ask him about Bauer. He's kind of a piece of shit, he said. I said, he's the MLB Aaron Dodgers, just a douche, not as much talent. He's just a douche. Bauer's just a douche, kind of like Aaron Rodgers is a douche, but I'm not really a fan of him. But we'll see if that uh, – Bumbles would like him for the Mets. I mean, that's another guy who can pitch, but we'll see what happens going forward. Duke lost by 24 to NC State, the, their largest loss to an unranked team in Duke history. They lost by 24. And Clemson, Clemson and Pitt are undefeated in ACC play, which is unbelievable. They lost to, by 31 to Michigan. They got blown out, to, and, now, and now Pitt is undefeated in ACC play. Clemson, too. And both coaches were on the hot seat. Well, Clemson's coach definitely was in the hot seat. And uh, crazy. That's why they play the games. That's why they play the games, right? I mean, that's why they play the games. I'm seeing if I missed anything else. I took a lot. I, I haven't done anything because I've been feeling blech. The Bengals went 3-0 against the AFC East. The rest of the AFC North went 2-10. and Bengals, I think, are going to do in the playoffs. I really do. I really do. And Correa, I don't know. You see Peyton, Peyton Hillis, the former uh, Browns wide uh, running back, he saved his kids from drowning in Florida. And he was in critical condition. I haven't heard any updates on him, but I was like, God damn. Impressive. Got to do what you got to do for your kids. Yeah, crazy. Hurts trending to play. I think they should sit him. Yeah, and I love, I read a whole thing about the Colts where Ursay didn't want to be that guy who meddled too much, but he brought in Saturday. And listen, they don't have a quarterback. 
they're going to have to draft a quarterback. But they have so many things, so many problems with the team. And Saturday came in with a new, you know, like tough love, you know, on the players at first. But the players found out through Twitter and everything that they had a new coach and social media, which I don't think that's the way to find out. And Ursay, I don't know what's happening with them. They don't have a quarterback. I mean, Matt Ryan is not the guy. They're going to have to eat some dead money. I mean, Carson Wentz turned out to be a bust, and he's turning out to be a bust again with the with the commanders. Well, at least they're going to get some draft picks out of it. But good God, what a mess. What a mess that franchise is right now. And they need a quarterback. I mean, Ellinger isn't the answer right now. And I don't think Saturday is the answer either. So I guess we're going to see what happens going forward on that front. Cousins working out. Boogie is working out six days a week to return to the NBA. Flacco. Flacco starting a quarterback. Unbelievable. Clay Thompson, the fourth quarter, last two games, 12.5 points in eight minutes. Yay for them. Yeah, good good, good for you guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy for Clay Thompson. I think that's fantastic. Ronaldo's first Al Nazar match to be shown live on Twitter. I'll be I'll be dying to watch that one. And 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 Dickie V thought on Thursday on on Friday, wait wait, wait yeah, on on thought Thursday that the Lions Packer game was played on Thursday night. Yeah, people were saying how hilarious that is. And oh, Nate Colbert passed away he has the most home runs in Padres history and I remember in a doubleheader five home runs 13 RBIs but I didn't know I didn't know. he's the leading home run hitter all time he died at 72 yeah I mean I was like wow he wow that's crazy yeah and how about this 40 Nord facilities and 22 JPRD facilities will receive ADs including 35 parks three baseball fields and two football facilities now I didn't know what Nord meant, and I was like, okay, so the so the Nord is the New Orleans. I saw someone, I, saw, I was listening to Michael K. yesterday. The guy said New Orleans. I was like, that's not right, guys. Gumbo Chef would be very pissed. The New Orleans Recreation Department's at the Nord, and the Jefferson Parish Recreation Department. That is awesome, because I think this really got everybody a little like CPR. A lot of people calling out for CPR, training, and all that stuff. All that stuff is very important to get. You know, I thought that was a beautiful thing. Yeah. So, people, it, this has affected a lot of people. I think it's going to make a lot of changes and a lot of good changes going forward. So, we'll see what happens on that front. Yeah. Mrs. Benson, the Saints and Pelicans owner. Yeah. I, Coach Safely put that. This is from the Saints. Yeah. She said, in light of the horrible events involving Buffalo Bill safety, DeMar Hamlin, we felt that it was urgent that we reach out to our local recreational facilities to determine their needs. NFL games have the most advanced medical staff and equipment on hand, and we believe this needs to be replicated as best as possible on the youth sports level. I, I agree. Totally agree. I thought that was one of the coolest things I ever saw. I saw the Purdue held on to beat the dump 71-69 in basketball. I love that. Markkinen, man. They, you know what? They have a great poster of Mark Markkinen, uh, Lori Markkinen for the Utah Jazz last year, 15 a game, 25 this season. Over over almost three rebounds better this year. He's at 8.4 this year. His assists, he's up from 1.3 to 1.9. But he's shooting, his shooting is better. He's He was he shot 44% from the field last year, 52 this year, 35 from three last year, 42 this year. And his true shooting, which I've talked about in the past, was 58% last year at 67, most improved player. And they have an awesome, awesome picture of him. He had 49 points on... On Thursday, career high, eight rebounds, and he joins Spider, Spider Mitchell and Malone as the only Jazz with that stat line or better. 49 points, eight rebounds, 15 to 27, 13 for 13 from free throws. And Connor McDavid, career assists, 500. He's the fifth fastest player to get there. He's awesome. And how about this? The dump, the women's team, 16-0, best start in program history. Got to give them props, man. And they beat, on Thursday, they beat Minnesota 83-71. But I want to find that marketing picture. You, you know, and we talk about all these triple-doubles. Jason Tatum has two. Two in his career. Two. Two. Yeah, and they were thinking about adding an eighth playoff team. Thank God they didn't go that. That would have been just dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. Yeah, just stupid. Just really stupid. Since Andy Reid took over, KC Chiefs are 16-3 against the Raiders. They're 15-0 when they... Normal or extra rest, one or three, one and three on short rest. Yeah, this is the bear. This is the bear. Andrea did this. It's awesome. See little bears all over it. 
pretty cool. I really like it. Yeah, I thought it was ador- adorable. And Jared Patterson was uh, active on the practice squad from by the commanders because Antonio Gibson went on the IR. There was a kid out of Buffalo who had a phenomenal career in college, and I was wondering what was happening with him. Yeah, and T. Higgins. Yeah, you know what? When Bart Scott went after him saying he he uh, hit him illegally, Hamlin, that was bullshit. And T. Higgins, you got to be like, you know, dude, dude was just playing the game. It was a freak thing. It wasn't Higgins' fault, and that's bullshit. And Bart Scott should be reprimanded for that. You know, it's you know, I know on TV you're always trying to get clicks and stuff, but really, you're going after another player. You played the game yourself. Things happen. Bullshit. And run, Bear, Bengals running back Chris Evans gifted teammate Joe Mixon this framed illustration. This is pretty cool, man. I mean, th- that artwork is 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 amazing. You know, it looks like a uh, Leonard uh, Leroy Neiman. Yeah, I love that stuff. Yeah. Oh, and I love this. I love this. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, I'm aware of the rumors and speculation over the past few days. College and NFL teams have great interest in all our personnel, from players to coaches to staff. And I truly believe that is that is a testament to the strength of our University of Michigan football program. As I stated in December, while no one knows what the future holds, I, re- I expect that I will be in I will be enthusiastically coaching Michigan in 2023. I spoke with President Santa Ono Ono and Athletic Director Ward Manuel and appreciate their support of me and our program. Our mission as Wolverines continues, and we are preparing for the 2023 season with great passion and enthusiasm. As a legendary coach, Bo Schembechler said, those who stay will be champions. Meanwhile, Bo Schembechler may have been this great, but he didn't do shit when he was there. He was terrible in bowl games, and I love how they hold him to this goddamn standard when I feel like Schembechler hasn't done anything that he's done, you know? And listen, if he wants to go, Michigan goes, I can't worry about this shit, you know? It is what it is. But you know what? What an arrogant prick. What an arrogant prick. And uh, Gavanta Davis is fighting tonight. I mean, that fight is on. He had the the um, the woman said he slapped him, but in it was Florida. Florida is a, you know you, you yell at somebody. Yeah, he's fighting against Hector Luis tonight on uh, pay per view. So that's on. That is on tonight. We'll see what happens. We'll see that that that, that that's the big fight tonight. Yeah, I wanted to see. Did I did I miss anything else? I was trying to find the. Um, oh, I, I love that uh, that uh, athletic still has not fixed my problem. I can't read any of my save stories, and I constantly reach out to them, and they constantly do nothing about it. I'm just like, yeah. And Chris Beard done. Yeah, Chris Beard done with Texas, and it was interesting what they said about him. You know, he, he, there seems to be incorrect underlying assumption that the criminal process outcome dictates Mr. Beard's employment outcome, where the woman said, you know, that he was acting in self-defense. But these are different processes where different decision makers are weighing different factors. And he called the attorney, the the university does not have a preference for his resignation versus his termination. And again, our evaluation of Mr. Beard's fitness or services is not contingent on whether he is also convicted of a particular crime crime or whether those charges are dismissed at some point. Additionally, your letter this morning reveals that Mr. Beard does not understand the significance of the behavior he knows he engaged in or in the ensuing events that impair his ability to effectively lead this program. This lack of self-awareness is yet another failure of judgment. And it makes him unfit to as head coach of the at, at Texas. Wow. For these reasons, the university proceeds to terminate him, which I was like, hey, yeah. Good. You know what? He can't do stupid shit. I mean, it's unbelievable, these guys. And he's done. I thought they were going to bring him back. No, he's done. Lottie is home. Lottie Ruth is home with Jess and Hal. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. What a, what a great kid. Oh, and I love this. Kevin Durant tours Achilles. He received an encouraging text from Kobe Bryant, who tours in 2013. The message, don't be a fucking crybaby. It's going to be all right. And now he passes it on to other players. I thought that was pretty awesome. Don't be a fucking crybaby. Yeah. Yeah, crazy, right? Chris Beard done. Done, done, done. And Trey Sanders is going from Bama to TCU. He really didn't play a lot this past year. There's a lot of guys, a lot of stuff going on here. All right, so I talked about that. Let me see. Yeah, DeMar Hamlin, he's better. That's all that matters. We'll see what happens. Even if the Bengals lose to the Ravens for a second time, they would be 11-5, and five, which would be a 68 winning percentage. Ravens would be 11-6, and six, 647. So I don't know what the coin flip. So the coin flip only happens if the Ravens finish at the number six seed. They would move up to number five if they beat the Bengals and the Broncos beat the Chargers. 
So they don't need Bengals do not even control their own path to the number two seed as they also need the Bills to lose at home to the Patriots for that to happen. And I love what Zach Taylor said. He said that's kind of been the standard, you know, that's something to address after the season. They do they, they make changes after the season. If you want to vote on rules, change rules that's done after the season at the ownership meetings that happened in March and May. To do it now, two games, two days before a game doesn't seem like the way it should be handled. So the Bengals have back-to-back division titles for the first time in franchise history. But offensive lineman Karras says uh, he's not wearing, he'll wear the hat, but he'll do it after they beat the Ravens. So the neutral site scenario may become moot. Both Buffalo and Kansas City win or tie this weekend and both meet in the conference championship. Or Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Baltimore wins or ties. A Buffalo versus KC championship game would be at a neutral site. Neutral site. Or Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Cincinnati wins. A Buffalo or Cincinnati versus Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral site. It's bullshit. I, I, it's so stupid. It's just dumb. Yeah, and they try to get Indianapolis, but they schedule in conflicts. I, I think this is all. I, I, this whole coin flip shit is ridiculous. If, if they had something in place... Go with what you went with and move on from there. Yeah, Trevor Bauer, good for you. Chris Beard, done. Oh, and, and the Michigan is also being alleged violations during the COVID-19 recruiting dead period, which has happened with all a bunch of other schools, so they're trying to make a big deal about this. Blah, blah, blah. Who gives a shit? We'll see what happens. Harbaugh is 74-25 at Michigan. They made two straight college football playoffs. He went. He was with the Niners from 2011-2014, 44-19 with a Super Bowl appearance, three consecutive NFC Championship game appearances. All right. No, hey. So this is interesting, too. You know, talk about Boris, you know, about them restructuring Correa's deal. Well, back in 2018, the Red Sox signed Martinez, to a, who was a Boris client, to a five-year, $110 million contract, only finalized after Boston offered salary relief in, less, in new contract language offered Boston salary relief for the final two season if Mar- Martinez spent a certain amount of time reportedly more than 60 days or 12 days in any season on the injured list. But that didn't come. That didn't happen. He ended up playing. And then 2007, J.D. Drew signed a five-year, $7 million contract with the Sox also. It didn't come to be official until 50 days, 52, days, 52 days after the deal had been agreed upon and reportedly allowed the Sox to avoid either of the final two years if Drew spent a specific amount of time on IL because of his surgically repaired shoulder. Also, there was Pudge Rodriguez with the Tigers in 2004 recording, regarding past back issues, and Maglior Donez with the Tigers in 2005 over his surgically repaired knee. Both of all, They were both Boris clients. None of these cases did the previous injury flare-up, allowing the team to lessen its financial load. So they all ended up playing. I guess we'll see what happens going forward, but we'll see. And Yankees are getting guys in the in the front office. Another another advisor in Omar uh, Manaya. He's been GM of the Mets and the Expos. Became the first Latino GM in baseball in 2002. They brought him in. They got Brian Sabian. We'll see what happens. But they're bringing guys in to work with Cashman. They want to win a goddamn championship. Last, but it won its last uh, championship back in 2009. I guess we'll see what happens. LeBron is currently the second leading scorer in NBA. This is from Morning Blitz. I love Morning Blitz. With 37,903 points. If you take away his dunks points, 41,56. Three-pointers, 65,97. He'll still be the 12th all-time leading scorer with over 27,000 points. Guys, I can score. And we have the top final 15 for the the Hall of Fame. Darrell Rivas, Joe Thornton, Willie Anderson, Torrey Holt. You know, the the... the Rams with the, with the the fastest game on turf. Re- Reggie Wayne had a phenomenal. Andre Johnson with the Texans. Jared Allen, sack machine. Demarcus Ware, Dwight Freeney, Albert Lewis, cornerback. Rondé Barber. Rondé Barber, sacks, interceptions. He was Devin Hester. Nobody. There was only Zach Thomas, Patrick Willis, and Darren Woodson. That's a hell of a list. Revis is getting into Revis Island. I guess we'll see what happens. But I think Rondé Barber should get in too. We'll see what happens going forward. But yeah. Yeah. So basically, Baltimore's in. So only one, the Chargers in the. So New England has to win or Miami loss, Pittsburgh loss, and Tennessee loss. So they actually hold New England. New England has to beat the Bills. But I think Bills are going to come up, come out pissed, and they're going to play for Hamlin. Dolphins need help. Pittsburgh has to beat the Browns and New England loss and Miami loss, which could happen. And Tennessee, yeah, they they have to beat the Jags. That's it. 
beat the Jags. That's 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 the one game. So we'll see what happens right there. Today's a playoff game. Win you're in. Yeah, Green Bay wins, clinches with a win. Detroit gets in with a win. Seattle loss. Yeah, Seattle is gonna play. Who's Seattle playing in the last game of the season? Seahawks. 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 Oh, they're playing the Rams. Is that what they're playing on Sunday? Yeah. At home. I don't see that happening. We'll see what happens going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Byron Leftwich on the Bucks offense. I know it looks bad to everybody, but I think we're the 12th best offense in the league. Ain't that something? We still have a long way to go. They're 11th in total yards, but 24th in scoring. I think it doesn't matter how many yards you have. It's about putting points on the board. But it's crazy now. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. Yeah, Jadevian Clowney was sent home because he said he's 95% sure he won't be back. I'm sorry, 95% sure he won't be back with the team. Okay. Yeah. Two tackles, 28 tackles, two sacks this year. Free agent. Crazy. The guy uh, from a first-round pick. Yeah. They're gonna, yeah, I, I just I feel like he's never really become the player that I thought he was. I mean, I, I mean, he's good, but he's never become that superstar. But 43 total sacks? Eh. UNC's up by 13 on Notre Dame. Notre Dame has three white guys on the court right now. And I'm just saying, I, I think I've seen them in Wisconsin with the most white guys on the court at one time. Yeah. Just like, wow. Yeah, UNC is playing better today. So, I mean, hey, they're not a top 25 team, but at least they're going to be a little better. And Duke's down this year. Not as good. We'll see what happens. Seahawks, a win Sunday, 400th in franchise history, including playoffs. A win, win on Sunday would be the 161st of Pete Carroll's career, tying him with Mike Holmgren for 17th in league history. If, if 22 attempts on Sunday and Geno Smith will pass Matt Hasselbeck's record of 562 for a season set in 2007, five completions will pass Russell Wilson's record of 384 in 2020, and 151 yards will pass Russell Wilson's record of 4219 in 2016. And he has a completion percentage of 70.2. He'll become the, only the 13th quarterback in NFL history to have that completion percentage, which is crazy. And Tyler Lockett needs 21 receiving yards, and Kenneth Walker needs 64 will be only the second time in team history Seattle would have two 1,000-yard receivers. D.K. Metcalf already has 1,000. The only other time was 1995, Brian Blades, Joey Galloway, and Chris Warren. And if Walker gets 1,000 yards, it become only the second rookie to do that. Kurt Warner had 1449 in 1983. That's crazy, right? Okay. Michigan is still out. Yeah, Saints. They uh, We worked. Includes $903,000 to Michael Thomas this week. Yeah, Peyton Hillis went to save his kids. Safe. He's in, he was in the ICU. Remember, he was on the cover of Madden. And I saw he was just in a movie called The Hunting, which was complete shit. But congrats, he's actually acting. Lamar Jackson's out for week 18. The Ravens are 44-15 when he's quarterback, 9-13 and in all other games. And Sonny Dykes would become only the second coach in college football history to, to win 14 games in his first season. If TCU wins a national championship, the only other George Washington Woodruff at Penn in 1892. Thank you, Brandon Marcello, for that one. How about that? 14 would be the only, only other coach was back in 1892. The Penn coach, George Washington Woodruff. Crazy. And Sam Harmon is committed to Notre Dame for your starter. Number two ACC career books with 12,967 passing yards, 110 touchdown passes. He would have been drafted. I think they said it was third to fifth round grade, but hey, he'll get he'll make a lot of money at there's gotta be NIL money at N D and he'll be on TV every goddamn week. So I think that's a win win for him. Cincinnati is trying to get a bowl game. They the last bowl game in well, it's it, the, the name of it is the Cincinnati Chili Bowl. Matt Brown wrote about this. The last bowl game in, in Cincinnati, in, in, in the state of Ohio, was the 1961 Aviation Bowl in Dayton between New Mexico and West, Western Michigan. And, uh, yeah, so they won a bowl game in Cincinnati. Well, they have, you know, they have one in, they have the pinstripe in New, in, in New York. They have the Fenway they have in Boston. I mean, they have one in, uh, at uh, the Military Bowl in, in Maryland at Annapolis. So why not? Why not? Knicks won last night, 112-108 over the Raptors. They're 22-18, 6 in the East. The Knicks won 8 in a row, lost 5 in a row, and now won 4 in a row. 
Randall at 32 and 11. Brunson at 26. Grimes at 16, quickly at 13. Robinson at 10, 18 rebounds. 10.18 rebounds, two blocks. Nets, as I said, beat the Pelicans at 26 and 13. New Orleans at 24 and 15. They, they had the 12-game win streak broken the other night against the Bulls. Katie at 44. Unbelievable, man. This is unofficial. Someone wrote, but uh, Mitchell at 71. Durant at 44. Set a new Bulls opponent record for most combined points in consecutive games with 115. Prior record was 104, given up to Will Chamberlain, 68, and Walt Hazard, 36. On December 15th and 16, 1967, Kevin Anderson. That's a pretty interesting stat. I know my dad says I talk too much stats, but... Back-to-back games with 115 is pretty impressive. UNC is now down to 10, and Baycott's on the bench with 831 left. Are they going to blow this game? Please, do not blow this game. Do not blow this game, guys. I, I, I can't have that happen. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't deal with this. Yeah. And Brunson the other night against the Spurs had a career-high 38. Congrats to him. Yeah. Uh, Clippers Clippers lost to the, to the Nuggets the other night. Kawhi Leonard did not have a good game. They, they were down. They lost by 30 when they were down by 43. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. And and Giannis had his 31st triple-double the other night. Ties in with Draymond Green with 31. But I saw Draymond Green has a total of 42, which includes postseason. But I was like, whatever. And Giannis had, had set a record before, earlier the week, 143 points in three games which was the most in Bucks franchise history. Passing Flynn Robinson, 129 from 69. Yeah. Doncic leads the league in scoring, 34. Embiid's second with 33. Giannis third. Shai Gilg is fourth. Halliburton leads the NBA in assists with o- over 10. And DeMontis Sabonis for the, for the Kings, 12.4 rebounds, leads the NBA. And... Shaden Sharp, the rookie out of Kentucky, is going to play in the slam dunk competition. He's averaging eight points in 20 minutes a night for the Trailblazers. Yeah, congrats to him. Yeah, UConn lost early in the week. I love that Duke got their asses kicked. And Wednesday, Georgetown set a a Big East record 25th straight conference loss to break a tie with DePaul. They lost to Villanova. Oh, they're playing like shit. They're five and eleven, zero and five of the Big East. Lost. They lost all nineteen of the regular season Big East games last season while going six and twenty-five overall, including a twenty-one game losing streak. And as of now, Patrick Ewing. I mean, has his job. I guess we'll see what happens going forward. And Ewing said, "I'm a, I'm a very prideful person, and Georgetown is a very prideful university, and we don't want to be associated with losing streak. But it is what it is." Five and eleven, zero and five in the Big East. They play at Marquette today. That's crazy, dude. I mean, twenty-five straight Big East, Big East losses is bad. I mean, that's bad. That's really bad. That's that's terrible. That's ugly. I mean, I remember how this universe. And you, you brought back one. You brought back the an all-time great, the the best in a way. I mean, I don't I don't get it, man. Wow. I mean, they're just playing terrible. Yeah, they're just, they're stinking it up. No, no, no two ways around it. I mean, you can't lose 25 more. Raphael Devers got 11 years, $331 million from the Sox. They had to. They lost Bogerts. They let him go. They got rid of Mookie, Mookie Betts, went to the, they had to keep him. So now that's, that's, that's the, th- well, if, if it's holds, Correa, that's the third $300 million contract this offseason. Yeah. Crazy, right? That is nuts. Yeah, Nate Colbert. I didn't know he was the all-time leading home run hitter in in franchise history. Yeah, I saw this Phil Baroni, former UFC fighter. His girlfriend was found dead, allegedly murdering his girlfriend in Mexico. People just do crazy, yeah. And Michaela Schifrin, after winning the first Women's World Cup race in 2023, she's one away from Lindsey Vaughn's record. She's 81 Vaughn has a record of World Cup victories of 82. Overall mark is 86 by Ingemar Stenmark. She stretched her winning streak to five races, including three different events, Super G's, Giant Slalom, and Slalom. She's amazing. Only two females have won more races in, in succession. Swiss skier Renny Schneider won eight in 88-89 in Germany's. Katja Seisinger won six in 97. Earlier, Schiffer won back-to-back slaloms in Finland to start the 2022-23 season. She's awesome. I love her. 
How about this? So a guy, an amateur golfer from Georgia, lived every weekend hacker's dream when an invitation to the Masters. The invitation was actually meant for PGA Tour pro Scott Stallings, who made the Masters feel by qualifying for the season-ending tour championship in 2022. In a tweet on Tuesday, the real Scott Stallings said he'd been checking his mailbox five times a day for the invitation, which never arrived. The other man reached out to Stallings on Instagram to let him know that he had it after... They sent it to his condo. Hi, Scott. The man wrote, my name is Scott Stalling as well, and I'm from Georgia. My wife's name is Jennifer, too. I received a FedEx today from the Masters inviting me to play. <laughs> I wonder if I'm sure this is not for me. I play, but I play, but wow, nowhere near your level. He offered a forward to Stallings. I, uh, it's a very nice package complete with everything needed to attend, the man wrote. I think we have some confusion because of our names, our wife's name, and geographical location. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy. That is funny. That is nuts. No, oh, and uh, when Ronaldo signed with the Saudi Arabian club Al Nazer on December 30th, the team's Instagram account had grown from 825,000 followers to 9.2 million. Congrats. You can have them. Good luck. I don't want any part of them. Oh, Roy Williams dancing at the game. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Xavier Rhodes with the Cowboys. I like, yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, so now Jadavion Clowney is out Sunday versus the Steelers. Yeah, they're not playing him. Yeah, they're done. All right. Now we get to some trivia questions. I know, uh, all of a sudden I got a little nauseous. All right. Sometimes I talk a little too much, but that's what makes me so wonderful, right? What happened the last four days that had never happened before in NBA history? This is the first time in NBA history four different players have had at least 50-point games in a four-game span. Doncic on Saturday, Donovan and Clay Mitchell yesterday. I guess this was earlier this weekend. Giannis a couple days ago. Up. So you had four players in a four-day four different players with 50-point games in a four-day span. Okay. Bill Belichick, Patriots, has 20 10-win season. Who is the only other NFL coach to do so? Who has 10, 20, who has 10, who is 20 10-win season? Bill Belichick, is it Tony Dungy, Bill Parcells, Vince Lombardi, or Don Shula? Who is the only other coach to have 20 10-win seasons? And I did not write the answer down. Okay, I got to find that question. Okay, I just realized I have to find that. All right, so Bill's coming back. UNC's up by 12. We have Rangers, Devils on. We'll watch that when Michigan gets home. Football tonight. Okay, what about football tomorrow? What, 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 do I, what do I like? What do I like? Okay, so let's do this. Breaking. Oh, I got breaking news right now. Breaking, breaking news right now, folks. Nick Saban on Eli Gold. Eli Gold has been an important part of the game, of our game day tradition at the University of Alabama for over 30 years. Our thoughts and prayers go out to Eli and his family as he begins cancer treatments. We are comforted knowing he is getting the best possible care as he works his way back. Yeah. Listen, why would anybody retire, man? It's the greatest job in the world. I tell my parents that. Nobody nobody leaves a job. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll see what happens on that front. Okay, so what was I talking about? I blanked. Okay, okay so I like, let me see. Podcast. I guess we're at 1191 will be after this one. Okay, so Jets. I'm going to take the Dolphins. Oh, you know what? I'm going to take the Jets. The Jets, 21-17 over Dolphins. I, and I wrote over, and Ann Vagelis, a girl I went to high school with, came up. over Dol- And a girl I went to high school with died of cancer yesterday. 53 years old. That sucks. And a lot of people are very upset. 53, way too young. She'd been sick for a while. Lori Kaufman, that was her name back then. She got married, but I was like, that really sucks. Yeah, people, you know, put some nice things up for her. She was a nice girl in high school, very nice person. I haven't seen her since high school, but 52 is way too young for anybody, and people wrote some really nice stuff about her, and that really sucks. And I'm taking the Eagles. Taking the Eagles 35-14 over the Giants. I'm doing all right all right so everybody have a great day we got a lot of sports today i'm going to sleep all right so i'm going to michigan my parents mrs s 
Harris, Bill, everybody. Bumbles, hope you get Correa. Not sure what's going to happen. How? The house is much livelier these days. And we'll see about TCU. Yeah. We'll see what happens. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Peace out. I'll talk to you soon. Adios.